This is KCLR's Bottom Line with John Purcell. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants, the Southeast's largest independent accountancy practice. www.onf.ie now cast your mind back and this time last year we were all at the initial stages of adjusting to the new COVID realities that have sadly become part of life in the midst of a global pandemic but every cloud as they say has some sort of a silver lining and one sector of the Irish economy that has experienced significant growth is the horticulture sector. Now during the week Board B at the state organisation responsible for supporting the national and indeed international ambitions of Irish food, drink and horticulture businesses announced that 20 the year of the pandemic was, in fact, a record year for horticulture. Joining us to tell us all about it is Carol Marks, who's the Horticulture Sector Manager with Board Bia. Good morning, Carol. Um, great news for the horticulture sector. Good morning, John. Thank you for having me. Indeed, 2020, it was an extraordinary year for gardening activity and due to COVID-19, I suppose it was amplified really by the very warm and sunny spring weather that we had at this time of last year. But the gardening spend by consumers reached its highest ever level across the whole of the year. Highest ever? Highest ever level at 1.2 billion in 2020. And that was an increase of more than half compared with the previous study in 2018. This is a study that we conduct every two years. And it gives us a sense of what's happening in the market. And really, it confirmed what we were hearing on outside of, you know, from our industry colleagues, um, that they were so busy. Um, it was driven by record levels of spend on garden products, which were up 75% on the previous study in 2018, and outdoor plants, which were up 51%, over wow. half on the previous study. But all products measured double-digit growth. And it's actually 14% higher than the previous record high, which was in 2007 and 08, which was the peak of the Celtic Tiger. So that's very positive news, um, you know, particularly in spite of the period of closures over the last year that the category has really managed to achieve record growth. Yeah, and I suppose there is the whole thing of uh, mental health and people using the proverbial roommate side as a way of de-stressing during very tough times. I I know I've heard people that I never heard talking about gardening before, talking about how they're out there planting things and so on, and they have to buy them somewhere, so that's good for business. Absolutely, yes, and and I I agree. I think that, you know, this this shows that people were utilising that outdoor space, whether it was a garden or a balcony, you know, it was a safe space for gathering when restrictions allowed outdoor gatherings in people's uh, gardens. And also, as you say, de-stressing, you know, the the whole COVID experience, I think, for so many people. And people were cocooning. And, you know, otherwise they would have been cooped up inside the house. They were able to get out into the fresh air, into nature, and really de-stress and enjoy the outdoors. Yeah, now I know um, my predecessor program on this uh, this station is Brian Redmond who presents uh, Breakfast Buffet and following him on Twitter he did some job on his garden last uh, summer. He wasn't alone um, huge uplift in spend on stuff like barbecue equipment, garden sheds, trellising and all that kind of stuff. Yes yeah it was, it was up by 75% on the previous measure 75% yeah yeah and you know as you say big ticket items barbecue equipment furniture um and i think people saw their gardens in a new light when you consider i suppose john that 
most of the year in normal circumstances for nine months of the year people are leaving for work in the dark they're coming home in in, in the dark they're not seeing their gardens mm. um, except for at weekends when they're often quite busy with other things bringing children to sporting activities whatever but they saw that they saw their garden outdoor spaces in a new light and I think they've realised you know what a, a wonderful um advantage it is yeah. um, to be able to utilise it and they wanted to make it as, as nice as their indoor room and interestingly you know I often we would see within this study on years that we have a super summer or a dull summer we will see a, a, a rise or a dip in the spend depending on the weather but interestingly last year despite the fact that June, July and August the weather changed and it became quite dull that spend continued right up until October mm. on um, gardening yeah and, and so, you, sorry go on Carol I was just going to say you know that the outdoor heaters came into play and you know the covered area for gathering outside so I think yes people it, it would indicate that people really um, were you know utilised utilising their gardens as an outdoor room and making it as nice as their indoor spaces. Yeah, and oftentimes people, I, I've come across people actually um, on Zoom calls and so on, you know, working from the garden. There's nothing stopping people from, you know, if their Wi-Fi extends out, working from the garden that's, either. That's right, absolutely. And uh, garden rooms and showmers and all of those type of things, uh, you know, I think there was a lot of uh, orders for those uh, as home offices were fulfilled. Mm. But before we started getting into all this kind of like really high-tech garden fittings and so on, it's all about plants really, fundamentally gardens. Are, how is the old traditional sale of plants been doing? Flowers and shrubs and all that kind of stuff. Was the uplift there as good as everywhere else? It was incredible, incredible. Uh, it was up by 51% on the previous year in 2018. Mm. And we saw people investing in making their outdoor spaces uh, quite attractive. They focused on longer-term investments, like the things like shrubs, which were up 79% on the previous measure. Mm. And herbaceous perennials were up by 44%. Um, and these are longer-term investments in the garden. You know, they're slower-growing in some cases, um, and, but they add depth and structure to the borders and, and colour. Um, so I think, as I said, you know, people were looking at the gardens with fresh eyes and they were prepared, rather than instant colour, um, they, they were prepared to, to spend on shrubs and, and uh, herbaceous perennials. And um, of course, we're, we're delighted with that. Yeah, now we're talking very much on the demand side. What about the supply side? Because the people in garden centres who are supplying all these, uh, this burgeoning demand, are, are facing enormous uh, difficulties. As I understand it at the moment, they're, they're mandated to remain closed, unle- closed unless they're selling pet food or, or you know fuel or stuff like that. But basically people can't be going into garden centres to get all this stuff. Yes, they, uh, they, that's that's right, John. And you know, it's it, it's it's a very difficult time for everybody in the industry. Um, I have to say, you know, it's a real testament to our horticulture industry how they pivoted during this whole crisis. When they when they were initially shut down, um, some of them had an online uh, shopping facility. A lot of smaller garden centres didn't, and they pivoted very, very quickly to taking orders either over the telephone or online, and some even by uh, fax, by email, 
and they engaged with uh, delivery companies in order to deliver plants to people, deliver uh, gardening items, tools, uh, compost, all of that type of thing, and a real testament to um, you know to the initiative that they showed during this very difficult time. Uh, indeed, I know a lot of garden centres are now still doing um, online ordering for delivery. When the restrictions allowed, they were able to do click and collect, um, and they've been so inventive so inventive. Yeah, now I know Rachel Doyle of the Arboretum uh, is a board member of um, Board B. What kind of work, uh, she's been, you know, she's been telling me over the months of all the all the challenges and all the opportunities, but what kind of work is Board B doing with, um, you know, businesses in the horticulture space? Well, primarily we work with the uh, growers we have a lot of programs uh, such as grants and uh, mentoring programs for growers but we also work quite closely with the garden centres as well we would run a number of promotional activities in in collaboration with the garden centres and so so we do work quite closely across the whole of the supply chain and we just recently had our uh, spring plant fair which is normally uh, we organise it with the Irish Hardy Nursery Stock Association and that's normally a live event where all the growers gather in one venue and all the garden centre buyers come and visit to look at the plants that they're offering for the coming season Um, but this year we facilitated an online virtual uh, spring plant fair where we supported the growers and the, the retailers to come together on an online platform. Um, so we organised for the growers to be able to make videos of their plants and uh, pitch their 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 offers to the garden centres yes. virtually. Yeah, finally, Carol... So, so those, those type of things, really. Yeah, sorry to interrupt. We're running out of no time. Problem. But finally, um, how are you feeling about the, the coming months? Uh, do you think those you know, gangbuster figures of increase are set to continue or will it flatten out a bit? Well, we're, all, we're already hearing um, about a, a huge demand from consumers for plants. Um, the nurseries are quite busy uh, getting stock out to the garden centres in preparation for when they're going to open. As I mentioned, a lot of garden centres are doing ordering online or uh, for delivery at the moment, and they're all preparing um, for when they can open safely again, which we hope will be very soon. Well, look, it's a great story and good to hear the positivity. Carl, thanks for joining us uh, this morning. That's Carl Marks the Horticulture Sector Manager at Board uh, BIA. You've nearly persuaded me to get out to the garden today, but thank (laughs) you very much. That's some achievement. Carol Marks there from uh, Board BIA, and uh, good to talk to her and good to bring you a good news story. The Bottom Line on KCLR with John Purcell. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants. Now offering a complete life and pensions advisory service to business. www.omf.ie